Yeah, and I think that's the key element is for those ball clubs that have uh, young talent, they've dealt with the no shift. They've dealt with the um, the pitch clock, 15 seconds, nobody on base, 20 seconds with men on base. And so they're used to um, that flow of the game, uh, the way that, that the game is played. I think we're going to have hiccups along the way, which you, it's just inevitable when you do these sorts of things. Um, it's how people behave with those, uh, inevitable bumps in the road. And, and I speak specifically to, you know, veteran pitchers. Um, you know, we saw Max Scherzer, unfortunately, when they decided to, to check pitchers hands. Uh, and their glove, you know, and he unbuckled his belt and dropped his baseball pants. And, you know, so I just think if guys aren't childish about it and they're certainly aware, I mean, it's been announced for a couple months now. Um, they're going through it extensively for a month and a half in spring training. I think the pace of the game is going to be so much more fun for everybody. And it's not length of game because the people are saying, look, with no shift, there are probably going to be more hits. It means more people on base, means more runs, means more, you know, time of game might be a little longer. Well, that's fine. I think people love action. And that's the whole concept of all of these changes is to have pace of play and more action because we ended up being a an industry, a sport that loved 98 miles to 100 miles an hour from a pitcher and guys swinging from the hip and striking out. And this is going to hopefully make that trend go where pitchers are going to have to learn how to pitch again, you know, more than just be pure power pitchers. Although at the back end of the bullpen, you like power pitchers, but a starting pitcher is probably going to have to add a couple things uh, to their repertoire. I, I just think um, we will have bumps in the road, but I think it's a, a wonderful um, uh, move uh, forward for our sport. You know, baseball, lack of a better term, Bobby, to to hit your point there, became boring, to be quite honest. It was strikeout or a home run because you would hit into the shift, and there was a lot of time there wasn't hits. I, and I also have to say this, uh, the brand of baseball that the Guardians had last year, and I know each year is different, and we've got a little bit more pop in the lineup this year, plays, I think, to these rule changes. Speed, putting the bat on the ball, young pitchers. I really think this team fits what baseball has done perfectly. I think our guys uh, probably don't get enough credit that Chris Antonetti might churn off in the group. Um of understanding where our industry was headed and they decided to go down a certain path where if this is truly where we're going, because they've implemented all these rules in the minor leagues and the, the response from the managers, players, coaches, umpires, and officials of major league baseball especially the competition committee coming out of the, that experience 
an experiment in the minor leagues was positive, that our guys might have jumped it a little bit earlier than others, uh, getting a team that disdains striking out, that lives to put the bat on the ball, runs aggressively, third in the major, second in the league in stolen bases. Um, so, yeah, uh, did we need to add a little bit of power to the mix of our offense? Yes, and we think we did that. Um, certainly with Josh Bell at first base, a switch hitter that just Tito can plug right in the middle wherever he wants to in the middle of our lineup. Uh, Mike Zanino, um, you know, as well, um, if healthy, he's been uh, a pretty good power hitter behind the plate, but we value uh, the catcher position as a defensive position and a leader of a pitching staff more so than we do offensively. Uh, obviously, I'm sure everybody I've talked to, you know, um, is pretty darn excited uh, about this ball club. Uh, we stay healthy, uh, play the game the right way, which we know how to do, build on what we created uh, last year. You know, it's going to be fun up on the shores of Lake Erie. Senior VP with the Cleveland Guardians, Bobby DiBiasio with us. Bobby, the other change this year isn't necessarily rules, but it's the schedule change this year as well, which is really interesting because in the past you would see these same teams 18 times a year. Uh, one, you still have to win your division. You've always emphasized that when I talk to you. But now we're going to face basically every team in baseball this year. We will. We will indeed face every team in baseball. That's the way it's going to be done. The way it's going to work is, for example, Atlanta comes to Cleveland in July 4th holiday, which should be a real fun series. And people should circle that on their calendar to, to see the Atlanta Braves come into Cleveland again on a July 4th holiday. Next year, we go to Atlanta. Then the following year, Atlanta comes back to us. Then after that, so there's a rotation that we will play every team in baseball, but not every team at home, but we will every other year. And I just think that's a terrific. Instead of, as you said, the 18-19 against your division, we're going to have 12-13 in our division, you're still going to have to um, have a winning record in your division. If you want to uh, be the division uh, champion and, and play baseball in October and not have to play in a, a, a wild card round. Um, so I think uh, um, baseball is making some terrific, uh, terrifically solid uh, moves um for the fan of the future for sure senior vp with the cleveland guardians bobby dibiasio with us bobby you've looked at the the promotional schedule you've looked at the schedule itself i know you guys put a lot of work in and got heritage park and hall of fame and everything going on the opening day ceremonies could you touch on all that stuff i know you don't want to go line by line but i imagine there's excitement for the the calendar year with people coming into the ballpark we're going to have all the things that people love, you know, the dollar dogs. And, you know, I think there's nine of those on the schedule. I'm looking here real quick so I don't 
mess up and give misinformation, but uh, 17 $2 pregame uh, parties in the district uh, presented by Miller Light and Coors Light. We'll have 16 fireworks shows, uh, including the two award-winning Rock and Blast shows, eight kids' fun days. We'll have jerseys, bobbleheads. If you're into Hawaiian shirts, we have a Guardians Hawaiian <laughs> shirt for you. Um, one of the cool promotions I think we're doing is a random mini gold glove um, that's featuring one of our four gold glovers. So when you walk into the park, you're not quite sure if you're going to get Shane Bieber or Stephen Kwan or Andre Jimenez or Miles Straw, and maybe people will trade with one another as they walk around the ballpark. But I, I happen to think um, – that that's going to be, you know, one of the more fun uh, promotions. But cleeguardians.com is the place to go to, you know, again, tickets are on sale. So make sure you you circle on the calendar um, so you don't get shut out on the good seats that you want to sit in for those specific games. Um, tickets are available now and cleeguardians.com is the place to uh to get your information, get your tickets and and get fired up for a great baseball season. One area that you really love and has spent a lot of time uh, helping put together as people come into the ballpark again this year is is the Heritage Park area where, the, where our Hall of Famers are honored. And for people who haven't been out into that area a while, you know, we got past the COVID and everything, you know, a quick synopsis of what Heritage Park means to you. Well, I just think it's it's so vitally important and so much fun um, that you get to engage in our history. Um, we're one of the oldest institutions in the city of Cleveland. You know, professional baseball began just four years after the end of the Civil War, uh, 1869. And I just think if people embraced uh, what we've meant to this city for so, so long, uh, they just walk around Heritage Park, learn about our players, learn about some of the great moments in our history, um, just take an inning when you're going to get up and walk around anyway, um, <laughs> just to either go to the concession stand, the restroom, go meet some other friends who might be sitting in a different area. And then as you're walking around and taking in a beautiful night at the ballpark, just stop in out in center field at Heritage Park. And there's two levels to it. And uh, see the Ray Chapman plaque, uh, Larry Doby plaque, um, the top 100 roster uh, that was uh, uh, determined uh, on our 100th anniversary. So way back in 2001, you know, we were established in the American League in 1901. So in 2001, we um, created uh, a top 100 roster. And uh, we honor that roster and the, the lower level of uh, of Heritage Park. It's got our Indians and our Guardians Hall of Fame, um, where the plaques on the upper level are those players who are in Cooperstown and in our Hall of Fame. And the lower level has all those items I just mentioned and those players who are um, in just in our Hall of Fame, the plaques you read about it. Just again, it's a nice break. Uh, you get up, walk around, 
um, get a little history of, of the game of baseball. It, it, we, I think, did a wonderful job in, in uh, an outdoor setting um, where it's difficult to have artifacts and things of that nature, but in an outdoor setting celebrating our rich traditions. 